How's it going, guys? Welcome back to the Sofa Sports Podcast, Episode 6. Um, I'm joined by Tyler and Hunter. I'm George. Um, today's episode, we are going to be taking a look at some of the All-Star Weekend that just happened for the NBA and a look towards the future for uh, what the wide receiver rankings are going to look like next year and where some QBs are going to end up in the NFL. Um, Hunter, why don't you kick us off? Uh, what were your thoughts on the All-Star Weekend? Alright, so first, I'm going to go into the dunk contest because, oh my fucking lord, it was so bad. It was like, it wasn't even like the dunks were bad. They were just so, like... Uninspired. They weren't even uninspiring. They were just like, they were making the easiest mistakes. Mm -hmm. They were like, like Jalen Green, he was so disappointing because he has the bounce to like, he has the bounce and the, like athletic ability to get up and do some of those crazy dunks like you saw like Aaron Gordon do back in 2016 like but he just was he was just mishandling the ball and that's what a lot of it was was mishandling the ball and there was no creativity it was just it was it was disappointing to say like Shaq's face during the dunk contest as he was like looking at it just says it all. Like it's just yeah. so straight faced. Nothing like the past couple of years. It just sucked so much. Well, it's because like, nobody wants to do it anymore. Like Zach yeah. Levine, he's already won it twice. Guy doesn't want to do it anymore. Mm-hmm. And all those other guys who are like crazy. Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon, no, doesn't want to do it anymore. Obi Toppin, who I thought threw down some pretty good dunks, and there's a reason why he won it, was good. But like their choice, even Gary Payton the second, bro, from the Warriors, get him on there instead of Toscano Anderson, bro. Give yeah. me a ja I don't know Moran. why he was in there. Give me a ja, yeah, give me a Ja Morant, but like he wouldn't want to do it. Give me like a nobody an cares Anthony, anymore. An Anthony Edwards, but he wouldn't. Nobody cares about the dunk cost titles anymore. They just are worried about their NBA careers, which makes sense. It just it sucks to see that like yeah. the grace it's fallen from when we had guys like Aaron Gordon versus Zach Levine, where it was like these awesome like showdowns of like these crazy dunks. And now, even, like, these people who just, like, don't even care. Yeah, and even Hamadou Diallo, who, like, dunked over Shaq. Like, get me, like, guys who have crazy bounce and are, like, willing to go all out for stuff. Not guys who are just, like, doing recycled dunks over and over again and failing at yeah. them. Mm-hmm. And I said Obi Toppin was going to win, but, like, in the end, I didn't care. Like, I, it I, doesn't matter. I guess, I guess I just, I was just so, I didn't even care, like, who won at that point. The dunk contest itself was just so disappointing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I agree. And, I mean, for me, like, I didn't think, like, some of the finish dunks were all that bad. Now, um, I forget whose dunk it was. I think it was Juan Toscano Anderson's dunk in, like, the championship round. Like, oh, my Lord, that was the worst thing I think I've ever seen in my life. He just did a basic, like, windmill dunk. It was, like, embarrassing. I mean, Obi Toppin deserved it. His one dunk, I think it was his third dunk on the night, was actually really, really good. The problem was he didn't flush it well. Like, it was, like, a very weak, like, kind of dunk. I think... I think last year's dunk contest was way worse than this year's, in my opinion, but I do think that this is one of the worst dunk contests of all time. Um, you know, I wasn't very happy with it. Oh, no, I 100% agree with you on that. I think these last two dunk contests that we've had, I think they are the, the yeah. two worst all-time yeah. dunk contests And maybe ever. we were just like, spoiled with, like, Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon, but, like, they've been horrible lately. Like, these yeah. are terrible. And I, I know, it, like, it, at some point with, like, Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon, it can't go up from there, but it can't, like, drop, like, a fall from oh, yeah. fucking grace. I don't like, want to oh, see yeah. person jumps over tall guy every single year. Yeah. Like, it's... It's played out, which I guess that's part of the problem. Mm-hmm. A lot of the dunks, but like have been I want, I just want, I don't even care about like the dunk. It's I want to see creativity. Like half yeah. the, like the guy who like failed the dunk, but I feel like it was, I think it was John Collins, but brought up like the whole plane and like the aircraft, like the aircraft pilot, like mm-hmm. head, yeah. 
yeah. headgear. Like that was so cool to see because it was so creative. Mm-hmm. Like I want to see more creative stuff like that. Even if yeah. they aren't like the best dunkers, I just love to see like creativity and props being brought out. Yeah. Some change I did like to the uh, All Star Weekend this year though was the uh, skills challenge. I like the idea of teams and. I thought that the way they did the teams was really a knockout. Um, the Atentacumpo brothers, um, the Cavs, and the rookies, like, all different ones. It wasn't, like, Lakers, Cavs, like, Sixers, like, just three teams. But, yeah, like, I thought it was interesting. There's a lot of oh, variants. Yeah. And I liked all the players Garland in it. popped off, bro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. listen, I it was a fun show to watch. Like, now, I don't know if it's going to be Tatum scoring a half-court shot to seal the skills contest, but, like, I'm fine if they keep doing it this way in the future, and it was generally genuinely interesting to watch um, compared to like like the skills challenge has never been bad, but this was just a I nice know, but evolution. I, of I, it. I feel like it was something that opened our eyes, but I didn't think it was as good. I honestly like the old one better. I like the idea of teams, but do it like still the race. I like mm-hmm. the whole idea of the yeah. race, yeah. but just like. The fact that they're opened it up to, like, three-point shooting, at some point it's not a skills challenge, it's a three-point contest, or at some point it's, like, just combined. I think, yeah, I think, to go off that, too, like, I thought it was interesting how they did it. I think there was a lot of shooting involved, though, so, like, the team, like, the Ansetokounmpo's, like, it's going to be harder for them to actually win just because, you know, none of them are, you know, 45% three-point shooters. Giannis is the only good player on the team. They just want yeah, to make a it's Giannis like, brothers yeah, team. Yeah, exactly, and, like, I think, for me, like, I thought it was really cool. I think they should have an individual champion and a team champion. Like, they take the best score from, like, one individual player and go from there. Um, I think that yeah, would have like been a, a cool like an thing MVP. to include. Like an yeah, MVP exactly. Like, thing, like, you yeah. have an MVP and you also and have, And the like, MVP the could be on winner. any three teams, too. It's not like the MVP has to be, like, on the obviously, championship obviously. team. It's just whoever does it's the best. Like, but yeah, it's, I think it's that just, like, been regular, cool. like, NBA where, like, you have an mm-hmm. MVP and they don't have to, like, win the finals. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think that would have been a lot better. But, honestly, I enjoyed the skills challenge. I thought it was pretty cool. Um, and the Cavs did really, really well. Um, Evan Mobley came in clutch with that half-court heave. But, uh, yeah, it was a great uh, contest. And so moving on, three-point contest, too. Another, another great thing. Yeah, I mean, I love my boy Luke Kennard. I really thought he was going to win. And I think he just got a little scared in that final round. Hey, I think it's funny it was, to see a I center think it, win. Though. I think it's yeah. where... Where yeah. experience came into play because Luke Kennard, mm-hmm. he doesn't have the experience on the main stages, oh, yeah, like some of these other guys, mm-hmm. and that he doesn't have the, the experience being in the spotlight. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I just love that uh, Tyler said Trey Young was going to get last and he ended up almost winning the thing. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, he, he surprised me too. Um, Trey, Trey Young, I think, is still one of the most overrated three point shooters in the NBA. His shooting percentages are horrible, and yet people are always saying, you know, oh, he's a great shooter. Like, He's not a bad shooter. He's a good shooter. He's a very clutch player. But, you know, he actually did surprise me. I didn't think he was going to do that well in a contest like this. Um, so kudos to him. Um, and the guy that really surprised me, too, is Zach Levine. He's got last. He scored, like, 14. I thought he had a shot at maybe even, like, winning the thing, too. Like, he was probably in my top three, like, favorites. I thought for sure he would be a finalist or something, and he did horrible. See, yeah, I always saw DeMar DeRozan and Alonzo Balls, the three-point shooters of their team. I always saw Zach Levine as more of a mid-range guy on the Yeah, Bulls. I'd picture him so more I, as a I, I didn't think he was going to, like, do but, perfect. I thought he would I thought he would do better than he did. Yeah, I, mean, I didn't picture Cat as winning a three-point contest, exactly, but here we yeah. are. I mean... Yeah, it's I mean, just funny to me as center wanted. I don't yeah, know yeah but um, uh, yeah. moving on, 
the all-star game itself actually shocked us as well it was a lot closer than we yeah. imagined yeah and we're but like, I was still granted stupid though granted but. granted yeah. nobody was like act nobody again if everybody's trying like team lebron's wiping the floor with yeah. the other team but like nobody yeah. nobody's on his trying team. <laughs> exactly nobody's trying like Steph Curry, the guy was just like launching threes for God's sakes. Like, yeah, I think yeah. he shot like twenty-five threes. He mm-hmm. made sixteen of them, which I know, is but I, th- I think I think he was like I think. Well, he what's shot, funny is like, he came back and made two threes in his first actual game. It's like yeah, exactly. it's it's crazy, and the fact that people still have in the MVP combo, and this is completely off topic. Because he broke the record, he doesn't like, actually deserve. Yeah, it's like there. he he is being like the media is fooling people. He is not having an MVP season at all. He wouldn't even I don't be in my like. But well, the one person, five. the one person people are keeping out of the MVP conversation, the two guys that I think are doing really well are Demar Derozan and yeah. John Morant. Those guys oh, yeah. are absolutely. John Morant right now both is in my top, top five. five. They're yeah, both top they, five. I agree. For me. I agree. I think I think uh, Demar's even pushing top three at this point. Like he is absolutely. I, I don't know. The top three are top really tough. Top three is pretty rock solid. Jokic, Embiid, and I know, but have you seen his last ten games? He hasn't scored under thirty-eight points. No, he's playing. Fantastic, oh my but Embiid, yeah. Jokic, and Giannis are playing know, a different like, breed of basketball right I now. I think I think it could get interesting if the Bulls get the one seed and by like two games over second place or two games over the Sixers or Bucks. It begs the question: If Demar Derozan keeps averaging, you know, thirty points a game for the rest of the season, I think then you can make the case for him to win MVP. But the Bulls are going to have to get the I one seed, that, and he's. Oh, I don't know. I don't for the I Bulls think, the one think, seed though. Like they have so much help on their team that it'd be a little more. They've smooth. been a lot hurt though. Yeah, I don't. I don't, know. I don't think. De, sure. I don't think Demar's going to win it by any means. I just think he is a great candidate for MVP. He We're going to see one of the most diverse just like, MVP votes. Just like for a LeBron, while. like last year, no way in hell the guy was winning MVP. But everybody put him in their candidate talks. Like, yeah. he's not. Yeah. He's not going to win it. Um, I agree, but yeah, yeah the All Star Game, you know, I, I expected a blowout to be honest, but you know, the All Star Game, they're not going to let it nobody be. Nobody really a, cares. Yeah, they're not going to let it be a blowout. Yeah, they're going to make sure it goes down to the was, wire. But it, it wasn't what we expected. But it's still like it's still not that like amazing to watch. It's not as like fun as like you would think. Yeah. Because like yeah, people are going crazy and throwing lobs, but it gets boring after a bit. Like it, like at some yeah. point, you're just like okay, like. Yeah, Steph Curry was the only like highlighting thing. Like, yeah, there are alley oops, but like, would have been more would have been more fun if the teams were like, yeah. well, not even the teams were balanced, but like the the players themselves were trying. Yeah, because Embiid mm-hmm. was playing awesome, but like, why would he try when nobody in his team is good? Exactly. Why? Why would he? Well, I mean, you keep saying that nobody in his team's good, but like, no, I don't they're think, all all stars. I don't but, like think nobody I don't... was Embiid caliber. Like, they, they, he didn't have a Jokic, a Curry, a LeBron. Like, their little captain didn't play, which is so mind-numbingly stupid how they still let Kevin Durant be the captain if he's not going to play in the game. This is the second year straight we've had to, like, yeah, deal I agree. with this. It's so dumb. Yeah, if if, if you're going to draft a team, you should be playing in the All-Star yeah, game. Yeah, because basically, like, LeBron got himself, like, first, right? Um, like, as just a bonus, and yeah. he's LeBron, like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's, I don't know. I think they need to change that. But anyway, we're going to move on. We're going to list our top 15 wide receivers for the upcoming NFL season. Um, now, this is like before free agency, before is, the draft. Yeah, this is before, so, yeah. before any team switches, before any quarterback changes. And this is just our thoughts on who the next the next season's prominent 15 wide yeah, receivers are. Yeah, our way too be. early top 15. Way, yeah, yeah, way too early pretty much. Yeah. So um, here, yeah. I can start us off. Uh, my 15, I have Mike Evans. I think with uh, 
sharing the load with Chris Godwin, Tom Brady gone. I feel like his receptions and his yardages are going to take a big hit, a big cut. Yeah, I mean, he's still like Evans. Because like, even, mm-hmm. even when Chris Godwin was playing with Tom Brady, his reception yards weren't anywhere near Chris Godwin's when they were playing. Yeah. I feel like most of his uh, production came from when he was by himself and Chris Godwin was injured. I mean, Mike Evans has mm-hmm. never had an under a thousand yards, but I do agree that like he will take a little bit of a dip. I think he's going to take yeah. a dip. I don't. Th- I don't. I honestly, if my prediction, like way too early prediction, I don't think he hits a thousand yards next season. He's going to be at like nine seventy, nine eighty, but I don't think he hits it. He might even be nine nine nine, but he's just not. I don't think he'll get a thousand yards. Um, for me, my number fifteen was Hunter Renfro. I mean, this year, um, it's really going to be Derek Carr, Hunter Renfro, and Darren Waller. That's about it. Um for, like, passing threats, and Darren Waller is just hurt all the time, and we really saw Renfro last year start popping off once mm-hmm. Ruggs was gone, because, hey, I mean, smartest that slant bro- Smartest player in the NFL. His slant goes motor. nutty is all I'm saying. Yeah. He's just got that grit and grind, that high yeah. motor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that white privilege, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and um, for me, I actually have a couple honorable mentions here. Um, first, I have T. Higgins. Mike Evans, CeeDee Lamb, Brandon Cooks, basically what those guys said for Mike Evans. CeeDee Lamb, you know he's going to be up there, but I didn't have him breaking top 15. Brandon Cooks, only receiver on his team, and he popped off last year. And then T. Higgins also, you know, surprisingly had 94 um, catches. Uh, He was top 15, top 20 in yards last year, so he's up there too. And then my number 15 player, I have Jalen Waddell, just because that second year jump is just so significant. Um, that I think that's going to be. His first year was great too. I mean, yeah, I, so many I, have him, I honestly have him higher. Like, yeah, I yeah. Thought, he had he had ninety think, plus catches too. I so think, I think yeah. that development between him and Tua is going to be something special to come. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's going to increase. And I feel like he's going to become more of a threat this year. So I actually had him higher than. Yeah, that's a yeah, question: so. Can Tua develop though? Um, he actually didn't crack my list, but I just think there's so many fantastic yeah, receivers. And I'll throw I think him. he's still good. He's probably at like my seventeen or sixteen spot. Yeah, but and yeah I'll, he's good. I'll throw some honorable mentions out there to CD Lamb and. Uh, Definitely Amon Ross, St. Brown. I mean, he was mm-hmm. really close. Hunter Renfro also was my number 16. Like, they're yeah. guys who had amazing seasons last year and I think are going to make the jump and are going to be elite but just won't crack that And speaking of Hunter team. Renfro, too, I have him at my 14 spot. Um, I think what he did last year was really, really special. And I think he's just super underrated. You know, he's kind of like that small guy, kind of a slot receiver. But, yeah, he, you know, like you guys are saying, he's a grinder. Like, he's very gritty. He gets in there and he just makes big plays. Yeah. Yeah. Just that high motor mentality, um, you know. For my 14, I had Terry McLaurin. Um, he took a step back this year, but um, I think that was just inconsistent play from the QBs um, that he was dealing with. And I really think the commanders are going to push for an actual QB this year. Um, and he's he's still a really speedy and impressive player. So I think we I'll see. I think he'll do pretty good this year. Um, now he plays for the commanders who aren't going to be great, but I think he'll definitely be the spotlight on that team. Yeah, so uh, I definitely agree with that. Uh, my 14 is Tyler Lockett. Uh, I know like he might he wow. might have been one of the most underrated wide receivers just because everybody's like, DK Metcalf this, DK Metcalf that. DK Metcalf DK is not as good as Tyler. DK. He's not as good as, as Tyler Lockett. He's just not. He Tyler Lockett is the wide receiver one on that team. Especially when Russell and Wilson's proved, quarterback, too. Exactly. I forgot and about he, Tyler Lockett. He proved but, that yeah. this year. He mm-hmm. literally... Had like I think he had 300 more receiving yards than DK Metcalf. He had like three more touchdowns. He had like yeah. tw- he had 12 more receptions. Like he literally led him in every single category: yards after catch, 
uh, yards per reception, like it literally any category you name, Tyler Lockett had a better stat than DK Metcalf. Yeah, and so I, I actually left Tyler Lockett off my list. Um, I kind of forgot how little games Russell Wilson actually played last year, so that's on me. Um, I'm sure he'd make my list somewhere, at least be an honorable mention, but I actually didn't have him on mine. But he should be there because his connection with Russell Wilson, honestly, I think could be just as special as like that Jamar Chase-Joe Burrow connection. Oh, yeah, 100%. They, they've like been they're... so good for so long. Mm-hmm. It's like the exact same thing. It's just, you know, less popular. Yeah, and, and when Doug Baldwin and uh, Jermaine Curse left, I feel like mm-hmm. Tyler Lockett really stepped up into that role that they had fulfilled. Yeah, and 100%. Then... Moving on, I actually want to go back to George. I actually had Scary Terry here at my number 13. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he, he, I just think if my quarterback prediction, what I think they're going to get, who they're going to push for this season, I think his production goes way up. He's a great deep threat, really speedy, knows how to play and get behind cornerbacks and create separation. He's yeah. got great hands. He really knows He's, how to suck in these balls. Oh, I mean. yeah. His sucking of balls is just so great, dude. Like, it's unmatched. Yeah. And he's, he's a great player, too. I actually didn't have him on my list either. I just think that he has to play six games during the year against really good cornerbacks with Trevon Diggs, Darius Slay, and James Bradbury. I mean, first team all pro. Trayvon Diggs gives him more yards. First team all pro, Trayvon Diggs. I think Darius Slay was second team all pro. I know, but like the one thing I'll say is like Trayvon Diggs. Yeah, guy was all pro. He was Pro Bowl. Had a great like ball. He's a great ball hawk. But you can't really say he's playing against a great wide receiver because Trayvon Diggs' only flaws that he gives up yards and he gives up touchdowns. Yeah, but McLaurin so only had, like, one catch on him the entire year. I know, but two he, did, he did also so have he Taylor did... Heineke. If you saw some yeah. of the throws he made in those games. I know, like... and, and when we get to our quarterback predictions, too, I don't have the commanders making a very big move. So yeah, I, I just don't I, think I it's going to make a big change, which is why I don't have him. But I actually have Michael Pittman Jr. as my number 13 spot. Oh, my God. I completely forgot about I him. I think he I is going to even have a bigger jump oh. than he had last year. I think that the Colts are going to make a change for somebody that I love and I think will get his production up. So I, I actually have him at 13 as – and I could honestly move him up. I could see him moving up into the top 10. The next three guys that I have – are all like interchangeable almost, but I have him at 13. I had uh, for me CD Lamb. Um, CD Lamb, I, I mean, every year he makes a nutty catch, and that's what you see. I feel like he really flies under the radar, and he's just such a threat. Um, if he maybe had a better QB than shitty Dak Prescott, he could be a little better. I just but, think, um, I just, no, I think what he's Amari uh, Cooper's just not even a factor to it. I, I, no, I, wouldn't, wider I, wouldn't, I wouldn't. I wouldn't argue that. I'd say no. Cooper, I, you didn't I, have him on your fantasy team. He's actually dog as, ass. as a Cowboys fan too, bro. No, I had I, I had CD no, Lamb on both of my fantasy teams, and he constantly carried me, and then he sold me. I just think his inconsistency from week to They're week... They're losing receivers, though. Um, Michael and... Gallup's probably out of there. Yeah, yeah. Michael Gallup's out of there, but I think, I think Cedric Wilson steps up into the I think Cedric Wilson's better than Michael Gallup. I think Amari going to continue to fade exactly. into the That's background because every CD year you see him get used less and less, so I think C.D. Lamb's going to be pretty good I just good think this year. when I'm watching the Cowboys games, Amari Cooper does make some really big catches. But like he, he doesn't. Game. <laughs> he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't win you games, which is why I do think C.D. Lamb is going to be the wide receiver one on that team. Oh, 100. But I just don't think he cracks top 15. But yeah, for me, load shares with Cedric Wilson. And I just. Amari I think too. Yeah, I think the load shares. I think also Cowboys. They pass a lot to their running backs, Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard, yeah. mm-hmm. um, which is why I didn't have him in my top 15. Also, just the wide receiver depth in the NFL is and crazy. Zach so like, Prescott he, loves his tight ends as well. Oh like, yeah, Dalton Schultz, Dalton Schultz is. Dalton Schultz is going to get Darwin, paid. They both. Mm-hmm. They both like had really good seasons this year. Dalton Schultz, especially, just because Dak Prescott loved to get him the ball. Yeah, and I and again, Ceedee Lamb, great receiver. Like he was a Pro Bowler this past year. I just yeah, 
I think the top 15 are just so good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, and then at my 12 spot, I actually have DJ Moore um, from the Panthers. I think he had a really, really good year as well. Um, he makes some big plays. I think too. I think he might have been hurt. I'm not 100% sure on that. Um, but he he's a big time player, and I think he also can make a jump. See, yeah, I I had I should have put DJ Moore as an honorable mention. I think uh, I had the Panthers making a QB change as well this off season was from Sam Darnold. I feel like he wasn't there, but um. I just, he just didn't make my list because I just don't think he's going to make that much of a jump. He was great last season, completely carried their team. I mean, he's super consistent. Like, it's just not – his consistency his, his, is not, not at a level not, to be It's not his 15. fault, though, if you think yeah. about it. Because, like, he, he was suffering from Cam Newton and Sam Darnolditis, and that's – and but, uh, yeah, moving on. Sam Dogshititis. Yeah, at my 12, I have Jalen Waddell. Uh, I think he had he almost broke the rookie receptions record, and I feel like his whole rookie season was overshadowed uh, by Jamar Chase's amazing rookie season with yards and touchdowns. But Jalen Waddle played amazing. He played better than most veterans and like guys who are fifth years in the league. Like he played so good, and I feel like he can only get better from here. And his route running, he reminds me of a young Devonte Adams. He's got speed. He's got amazing route running. His hands are unbelievable. Like he just he knows how to play the game of football as a wide receiver. Um, I so for me at my number twelve and even my eleven because I think these guys are pretty interchangeable. Um, I have Deontay Johnson at twelve and at eleven I have AJ Brown. Um, Deontay Johnson really fixed the problem that he had last year of dropping the balls like. Now, he'll still drop some balls, but it was a lot better than yeah. it was in previous years. And he just makes so many big-time plays. And even yeah, though they're... That 50-yard touchdown against yeah, the Packers. Yeah, the first drive, their like, QB situation is going to be a little um, I, I dicey think this season. But like, I think better. Yeah, no, I think you'll get... The situation's going to be better this season. Mm-hmm. I, you just have to hope they don't stick with Mason Rudolph, but like, because yeah. he's about on oh, yeah, par that, with Big that Ben. That being but... said, that that their QB situation will be better is can, like is it depends like, on what they do. Yeah. Well, no, yeah, it is it is banging on the fact that they do something and they <laughs> yeah. get a new quarterback. But and then AJ Brown at eleven, just because he was hurt for a lot of this season, but like the season before, he was nutty, and um, I think that like the Titans are just so hurt this year that it was kind of hard to really judge any of their players on an individual level. Except but, for Ryan Tannehill. Guy sucks. Yeah, Tannehill sucks. That's but, part uh, of the reason. I, I love Tannehill Brown, but until the playoffs. I saw what he did. I, that's, that's why I don't that's have A.J. Brown. Have, exactly. It's, it's, it's like, not A.J. Brown's and, fault. It is Ryan Tannehill's fault. And I, I love Ryan Tannehill, but he's got to like move steps like ahead and in the right direction if he's going to you know help him. Um, yeah, so that was my 12 All or 11. Right, I'll go back. Uh, my 11 is actually Chris Godwin. I don't even care who they have at quarterback. Chris Godwin is going to find a way to have an amazing season. The guy was doing it with Jameis Winston. He was doing it like before. He was doing Tom Brady. I think he'll continue to do it. I think he's the clear wide receiver one on that team. I think he is so talented, and people don't give him enough recognition. He plays the role that he has to on that team, and he plays it so well. He plays whatever role they need him to on whatever down, on whatever drive, and whatever situation they're in. And he plays it so well. I think his effectiveness is really underrated because they have the best wide receiver core in the league with Antonio Brown and Mike Evans this past year. Now with Antonio Brown gone, I think his load goes up because Antonio Brown really played kind of a Chris Godwin-ish yeah. role. Mm-hmm. But um, I think, yeah, that's why he's my number 11. My number 11, I actually went with Hollywood Brown here just because the Ravens don't seem to do anything with their receiver core. And with Lamar Jackson coming back, I think those two also have a really special connection. Um 
I I think eleven would be a very big jump for him, but I definitely think oh, it's possible. Oh, eleven is a huge jump, and I think he can do that. I don't think he cracked top twenty this past year, so that eleven is a is a very bold jump. Yeah, but I, I, there's something special there. I think Mark Andrews had a huge year. I also think Mark Andrews is top three, top two tight end in the league. But I think other than Mark Andrews, they don't really have any other passing oh, threats. But so I think you see he's they might be picking up Antonio Brown. You see those cryptic posts. They 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 might be. I don't know. Bro, only It'll be Antonio Brown is getting picked up by is the county police. He's insane. I don't know. I don't know if, nah, dude, I don't he, know if he'd he fit. Alvin Kamara. I don't know if he'd fit with John Harbaugh either. I feel like yeah. I feel like Hollywood Brown is due for a big jump. And then actually. At my number 10 spot, this is where I have a really shocker. I have Amon Ross St. Brown. I think he is very, very underrated. Like I said earlier, too. Like I told you before, it's okay to put him at a 15, 14, 13. Top 10, it's a, it's a no-go. Get Jared no Goff's wiener out of your mouth, please. This isn't, this isn't even about Lions Jared Goff, though. Wagon. This guy was 15th in the entire NFL last year in receptions with 90 catches and he only really played well in the second half of the year and he was one spot behind Marquise Brown which is another reason why I had Brown that high up again it's the same thing as AJ Brown I think as long as they have Jared Goff at quarterback he's not going to be getting any better see and that's where we're different because I think Jared Goff is a good quarterback and I think the jump from your first year rookie year to your second year is always relatively big if you're going to make it in the NFL and I think he's destined to make it and I loved him back when he played for USC I thought he was a really good receiver at USC he's great but Um, again I, I I'm not saying that like he's gonna regress. I think he will get better, but I just don't think it's gonna be as large of a, large of a jump. Yeah, as and I mean, predicted. like I said, ten is a huge jump. Um, but I think he can get there. Um, it's a little hard. It's a little far. But I, you know, I have him at ten when I'm looking at this list. I just I see a big future for Amon Ross St. Brown. All right. Um, it, I think he'll be good this year, but um, I really do think that uh, ten is a little too high. Um, for me, another two interchangeable guys that were a step above uh, Brown and uh, Johnson, I have Godwin and Lockett. Um, they're both just so versatile and speedy, and um, not a whole lot to say about them. We've already talked about them. I just think that they're really going to do mm-hmm. good this year, especially with Russ back, um, and Godwin's going to be back this time, not having to share reps with Antonio Brown. And I think the Buccaneers will secure a Q- QB that um, will be able to get the ball to him. Yeah, my number 10 is uh, Keenan Allen. I, I think he I, he was a top 10 guy last year. He just scratched it. Maybe like a 10, 11, 12 guy on most people's list. I don't really think he cracked the top like 8. But uh, I think he's just going to stay the same this year, honestly. I think... I think his production will stay the same because I feel like Justin Herbert's going to branch out more to his like he's a really he's Mike he, Williams popped off. He, well, the end yeah, of the year. Mike Williams popped off in the beginning of the year, the end of the year. He was just very inconsistent, and I feel like Keenan Allen was one of those guys you could always count on to be really good mm-hmm. and really produce, even if it was for for your fantasy team or for the Chargers. I feel like he just like produced all the time, like no matter what yeah. the circumstances. He's were. a guy too that I didn't have on my list, but he's a super good receiver, and I think yeah. he's really good. He's just aging, which is my issue with him. Um, and then actually, I said last time, ten through thirteen are interchangeable. I'm actually gonna say nine and thirteen are interchangeable because my top eight are all like you know super elite. I think nine. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I would, I would say I would say that I would say my nine my nine through thirteen are also very interchangeable. Mm-hmm. And at my nines, being a nine, I have Deontay Johnson. I also have him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, yeah. Mm-hmm. great minds think alike, except for Tyler's not that great of mine, except half the time. Uh, <laughs> Come on. Come yeah, on. Homie <laughs> thinks that uh, Jared Goff's good. Yeah, okay. but uh, no, but yes. okay, Deontay, back to, the, back to the point. Deontay Johnson, 
if if the Steelers do and they pick up a quarterback, I think his load is going to go through the roof because his his uh stats he put up last year with Big Ben, who was mm-hmm. like literally disabled and moved like and, a tree. Yeah, and, and Big Ben's stats are deceiving too, where like he put up decent numbers, but, but he played if you bad. watch him, he, he played, played bad. bad. Like, yeah. The fact that Deontay All Johnson, the porn and alcohol is just really bad. <laughs> exactly, yeah. yeah. But Deontay Johnson, he just played so well through the season. He was very consistent. He was always there. When they when he didn't have a Claypool or a or Claypool was being an idiot dancing, yeah. or uh, Juju was just being being a bitch TikToker. Well, Juju got hurt, and I think the interesting thing is too Juju's contract's up, and I've seen rumors of him going to Dallas. I've seen him going elsewhere. I don't think he's going back to Pittsburgh, which is another reason why I think Deontay Johnson's just going to get better, is because that's one less mm-hmm. like one good less receiver share. to throw one, to. Yeah, yeah. One less share. Yeah. So I have team. Deontay Johnson at nine as well. Um, for me, uh, I already went over my nine. It was Godwin. Um, I have at eight, uh, uh, Keenan Allen. Um, mm, I, I don't agree with that. He's aging, but listen, man, I, Justin I, Herbert's just getting better oh, and I, better. I, no, I don't agree with that. I just think his, I think where Justin Herbert, uh, comes into play as he gets better, Mike Williams is also going to get better. That connection is pretty special. See, I think he'll that's true, but yards. I still think Keenan Allen's my a issue, super huge threat and like he's, my he's issue with that is like, Herbert, Herbert loves to throw to Eckler, bro. Okay. Eckler is one of his like top. My issue is. My top eight are all so elite, and he hasn't named any of my top eight yet, so I don't know who he's forgetting that's not in his top 15 because he hasn't said any of the guys in my top eight, and I think the top eight on my list are all so much further ahead than some of the other guys in the league. So I'm, I'm interested to see, too, who you don't have or who Wait, you may uh, have forgotten. I think the reason he probably didn't say his top eight is because there's probably one guy he forgot, but uh, I'm, I'm guessing like my top eight and your top eight are probably this, all the same people because like um, there's, a, there's, a, there's a point, and I think it's number nine, that you just step up to a completely different level and you enter like a like a god tier. But uh, yeah, so at my number eight, I have Stephon Diggs. I feel like, I feel like at the Chiefs game especially, he uh, uh, the Chiefs game especially, he he just he just was not where he wanted where he needed to be. And I feel like at that point, like he was he wasn't even that good this past year. Feel like he, he was kind of deceiving where everybody thought he was doing really well but he actually was having a pretty average season but i think he's got josh allen he's got the skills i think he plays well but again everybody in the top eight is just so good it's hard to put him mm-hmm. in front of anybody else see yeah i just think the top eight is just so good too i actually have tyree kill at eight and you might be saying to yourself like whoa that's crazy but i just think with the amount of weapons that mahomes has matt nagy is the new quarterbacks coach so we could see mahomes fall a little bit too I think Tyree Kill, he's fast, but I think teams are slowly, very, very slowly starting to figure out kind of how he plays. Yeah, can we go over that higher there for a second, though? Matt Nagy as the quarterback coach, the guy literally had Justin Fields, and he was so bad. Like, Justin Fields played so bad. Mm -hmm. And he's like, oh, yeah. The guy whose quarterback was a bottom two in the NFL, I want that guy as a quarterback I also coach. think, well, Matt Nagy did coach with the Chiefs before, and I also think Justin Fields is just bad. But, yeah, I, I, I think that was a bad hire. But, yeah, I have Tyree Kill as my eight. Um, again, great player, but uh, um, just not better than anybody. Ahead I of had him. him at my seven. I mean, Patrick Mahomes, Tyree Kill, what else is there to say? They're nutty. Mm-hmm. Um that's yeah. about Yeah, and I'm not trying to take anything away from Hill, too. I yeah. still have him as the eighth best receiver in the league, and I say my top eight are almost and interchangeable. They're all elite. I actually, when I was making my list, um, I had DeAndre Hopkins yeah. on it, and I mm-hmm. was reordering it, and he slipped through the cracks. Um, he was actually in my top eight, and uh, 
Yeah, he goes yeah. right above uh, Hill just because, hey, Kyler mm-hmm. Murray's nutty. Um, DeAndre Hopkins, nutty. Yeah. Uh, he's got arguably the best hands in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, he's slowed it down slowed down a little uh, he was injured, over the though. last year. But, but yeah, yeah, he was injured. So um, I think we'll come back and see another good season from him. I also have him at seven, too. See, my seven is going to shock a couple people here. At my seven, I have Cooper Cup. Mm. And I think... He had not a fluke year because it's the best season a wide receiver's ever had in history. Well, Deba- debatable top. No, like three. whole season, like playoffs. Oh, yeah, with uh, the Super Bowl MVP, with yeah, everything, yeah. with everything included, mm-hmm. he had the best wide receiver season in history, ever. But I also think that was kind of a fluke season. I think he, yeah, he played well. He showed his dominance. But I think teams are going to come back the next year with answers for him. It'll be interesting too when the Rams have Cooper Cup, Robert Woods. Odo Beckham Jr. and Van Jefferson. That's a very good wide receiver core. I I agree that he's going to slip up. Mm-hmm. I, I don't have him all the way at seven. Like I said, I have DeAndre Hopkins at but seven. But again, again. But yeah, I mean, top eight is just yeah. Again, yeah, exactly. Top eight, yeah. top eight is elite. Man. I have DeAndre Hopkins at seven. I think his hands, like George said, best hands in the league. He catches pretty much everything thrown to him. I mean, he's a great receiver. And then at six, this is where it might get a little shocking too. I have Devontae Adams, and this is oh, because... Oh, no, you do not. This is because the Packers are making a quarterback change, in my no, opinion. No, they're not. Did you and, not see... Aaron Rodgers went on the Pat McAfee show and said he's not getting traded anywhere else. He's going to either He retire. said he hasn't made up his mind he yet. He says he's not. He's But, like, he, he has uh, it's come out. He has already, he's already, like, come out and said he's not going to another team. He is going to either retire or return with the Packers. Okay, well, I still think that he has a different quarterback throwing to him. I don't think that... You know, I, I don't know. I think this one's an interesting. And like I said, too, my top eight, all interchangeable. So I mean I no think, disrespect I to Monte Adams. Again, I just think the guys that I have ahead I of him, the five is, ahead I of him. I think that is even disrespectful. The, the five ahead of him are going to have – now, not all of them because I have Cooper Cup ahead of him. But the other three are going to have better seasons than they had last year. And – I think Devontae Adams is slowly going to come back, I which can, is why I, I have see him four at the five. Six. I just don't see how you can put Stephon Diggs over Devontae I have Stephon Diggs. Year. Stephon Diggs was the seventh best fantasy football receiver. He still put up amazing yeah, he, numbers. And Devontae Adams is number two. Like, yeah, <laughs> but I'm your, saying your own logic is Stephon, you here. Stephon Diggs, yeah, but you said that you know he was said, yeah, not he that was good. Seven. He was inconsistent. I said he was average. He was, he was average for this list. For this top eight, he was average. So that's for me personally, I just think he's going to have a bigger season. I think he's going to have a season a lot like he had two years ago, which is why I actually have Stephon Diggs at my five spot then. I had him at my six. Um mm-hmm. Not because I still think that Devontae Adams is better than him, but um, I just think you know Stephon Diggs. He's Josh Allen's primary target. I just, um, I just feel like very Josh fast, Allen has been working out to great hands. branching out to other. Yeah, I agree with that as well. Players. I think they're going to add maybe another weapon this year that um, for Josh Allen, maybe uh, a running back that he can throw to more often. I don't think Singletary's bad. I think but, he's uh, horrible. I think they need to. Get I think a, he's underutilized. I think, I think I think they need to get new running back stacked. Yeah, but, I, I agree. Um, <laughs> I think that Stephon. Diggs, he's most definitely not as versatile as a guy like Devontae Adams. Um, and I mean, no, yeah, too, I have one, him like almost one interchangeable. One thing I'll like, say is like mock drafts or not, like I know the drafts in a while, but I think if Kenneth Walker slips to the Bills, that is a fantastic pick. Oh, I agree. I think Kenneth that is. Walker I didn't even think about that. Yeah, would be lethal. Their like, offense would be, be easily, if it wasn't already, the best offense exactly. in all of football. And then yeah, so my six and five are. Pretty interchangeable. I might switch it up here. Actually, after hearing some of the some of the things that you guys said, I'm gonna switch it up. I'm gonna say I have Tyree Kill at my six and Jamar Chase at my five. I feel like Tyree Kill, he's just gonna go down in usage. Like his his share is gonna go a lot down with Travis Kelsey. I feel like he his skill set is non-existent. He's just fast. 
And yeah. they're, while their connection with Mahomes I mean, is good, yeah. I think Nagy's going to bring him down a bit. I think uh, Kelsey's going to get a, have a huge breakout season like Mark Andrews did. I think he's going to go down. I think Jamar Chase is going to continue where he left off at number five. I feel like him and Joe Burrow have that connection, that chemistry that can't be bought, can't be taught, mm-hmm. can't be like it. It just it has to be formed over time. It has to be sought. It has to be sought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then uh, yeah, that's my that's that's my number five. Yeah, so then I actually have Cooper Cup at my four spot. Again, he is coming off the best wide receiver season of all time, if you include the playoffs, like Hunter said. Great receiver. Great receiver. But I have him at four just because the three guys ahead of him, I think, are going to make such bigger jumps. Um, For my five, um, I had Debo Samuel. Um, I think that... That's controversial. Um, hey, Debo's nutty. He's crazy. He's goofy. But I just think that the four guys ahead of him are just... Just a little bit goofy, sillier, nuttier, even perhaps. Because um, right above Debo, I have Devontae Adams. Like, hey man, Rodgers or not, he's Devontae Adams. Exactly, that's what I'm he's saying. He's gonna get a little saucy on you, and you can't do anything about it. He's he's gonna sauce you up a little. I think I think if if they don't, they're not gonna franchise tag, and the Packers won't. So I think if Rodgers doesn't come back, he retires. I think Devontae Adams goes somewhere else. So I think whether or not he, that's why it, it's whether just, or not Rodgers go like retires or like goes anywhere else. I feel like Devontae Adams is gonna go somewhere with a good QB. So that QB thing is not his. Existent. His future thing for me is just too questionable too to have him like yeah. higher than and I so have yeah, him. At at my four, <clears throat> I have DeAndre Hopkins. I feel like people don't give him enough credit because yeah, he was injured. If he can stay healthy. He is one of the best wide receivers in the league. He is a top five wide receiver. He is that guy. Even with Kyler Murray throwing to him, and Kyler Murray's a young quarterback, make mistakes. But I feel like his like who else do they have? Washed up AJ Green, Rondale Moore, like I feel Christian like DeAndre, Kirk. <laughs> yeah, Christian Kirk. DeAndre Hopkins is gonna get much more receptions this year and much more production. And I feel like he'll just be as good as he was when he left off. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, I agree. I think Rondell Moore is really, really good, though, and I think he could have a big jump, but D-Hop is D-Hop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, what was that, your number four? Number four, yeah. Um, all right, well, moving on to number three. For me, um, I have Cooper Cup. Um, Cooper Cup, I mean, coming off, like, one of the best wide receivers of all time, mm-hmm. uh, uh, seasons of all time. Um now, if you count the playoffs, it is. Uh, I still think Jerry Rice had a single season that was better than Cooper Cup, but that's not worth. That's not worth arguing. Yeah, it's here. not worth. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's one of the best ones. Um, regular season because yeah, regular season. season. Okay, yeah, regular season. Um, yeah. But Cooper Cup, I mean, he's still gonna have that Stafford connection. We don't know if OBJ is coming back. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, we don't know. I, I I think he'll come back next it's year. Not I, just, like, I just don't think he's gonna come back. He said like, he'd come next, back with pay like, cuts. Like, yeah. Um, so and with the last and with the last half of the season, I think he's gonna be coming back because you can't. Yeah, he, yeah, he tore his ACL. Like, yeah. I think so. Van I think that hey, too. Um, Cooper Cup, he's it's not like he's gonna uncooper cup himself this next season. Like <laughs> he's still gonna be Cooper Cup. He's still gonna be goofy. Like he's a triple crown winner. Like you can't stop that uh, from like happening. It happened. So he's still gonna be a great I don't, receiver. I don't like you labeling these wide receivers who are fantastic as Mickey Mouse characters. Uh, I don't, I don't <laughs> find it cool. Yeah, but uh, my three, I actually have Jamar Chase here. I think he's going to work um, this offseason, and I think next season he's going to be a lot more consistent. The one issue for him that didn't make him the best— I can name who your number one is right now, bro. No, I'm just saying, the only reason he wasn't the best receiver in the league this year was strictly off of consistency, because Jamar Chase was incredible. And, I mean, also Cooper Cup was just a beast. But he also had games where he had three catches— 
or sorry, one catch for three yards, two catches for 26 yards, even six catches for 54 yards in the playoffs against the Chiefs. That's not a great game. Mm-hmm. So it's like that's what separates him from like very, very good to the best of the best, which I think he can make that jump. I think I have him up at three. His connection with Joe Burrow is super special. Um, I mean, he's just yeah. a great player. Yeah, and when I was forming this list, I had Tyler in mind. I knew exactly who his top two guys were going to be before he even walked in the in my door. Uh, I, like, I just knew exactly who was going to have his top two. So moving on to Tyler's number one and my number three is Debo Samuel. Nope. No? Oh. I, I have Debo you, you at just, two. You just ride him so hard. So I thought, you know. I mean, his versatility is ridiculous. I feel like if the Niners go Trey Lance era, which I think they will, mm-hmm. I feel like he's going to get a lot more production, especially in the running game too. And he's just so versatile, teams cannot see him coming. Because you look for him in the run game, they get you him in the pass game. You look yeah. for him in the pass game, he gets you in the run game. It's just so hard to guard this guy. You, and then yeah. at my number two is Tyler's number one, who I knew these guys were going to be top two, is Justin Jefferson. Uh, the hey, guy's, he's nutty like that. He's nutty like Bro, he is so good, and it's not even funny. Because if you have a guy like Kirk Cousins at QB... I know, like, he's sharing snaps and sharing, uh, receiving, like, catches, sharing percentage, catch, catching percentage with Adam Thielen, who's another great wide receiver, who's another top 25 in the league wide receiver. And he still had the production to become number two in yards last year. Like, it's just beyond me. Like, honestly, the guy's just cracked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Like you said about Debo Samuel, too. And I'll let – George, did you say your number three? Uh, I said my number three. I haven't all right. S- or, no, I'm sorry. I haven't said my number. Oh, okay. Uh, I'll let or you no, go. no, I did. Yeah, I did. Okay, so all right. You yeah, I mean, so you talked about Debo. I have Debo at two. I love Debo. I think he is oh, I knew become – he's, he's becoming one of my favorite players <laughs> in the entire NFL. He's so fun to watch. Hey, the reason I, I have him on my dynasty team and you don't. The reason I don't have him at one is because of – and you guys are going to be shocked when I say this, but it's because of the quarterback switch that I think is going to happen. Trey Lance is 10 times better than Jimmy Garoppolo, but I think Trey Lance, since he's younger, he's going to pass to George Kittle a lot more. Younger quarterbacks tend to pass to tight ends a lot, which is why I think Debo Samuel is still going to improve. I think he's still going to get better than he did last year, but he's not going to improve quite as much as the guy that I have ahead of him. Um, For me, I actually have Jamar Chase at number two. Um, I mean... Joe Shiesty, Jamar Chase, they're like that. We saw them get to a Super Bowl in their first season together. Like, yeah, these guys are going to be crazy next year. Jamar Chase is going to take that leap. Um, Joe Burrow is as well. And Jamar Chase is going to run routes all over you. And there's nothing you can do about it. Like, just get shit on, basically. Yeah, and so that leads us into all of our number ones. My number one... What I think will play out in Green Bay is I think Aaron Rodgers is going to come back for one last year, one last year. He's going to sign a one-year contract and then retire. I he, think, there's no way he retires the same year as Tom Brady, right? Like that just yeah. There's won't no happen. way. No, it won't happen because then his uh, his oh, his, his ego won't let always, him. Yeah, exactly. And then I feel like the Packers franchise tag Devontae Adams, and that's what gets Aaron to stay. I think Devontae Adams then goes back and has a cracked year. I mean, you look at his receptions and his yards. He was third in yards, but he was only, like, 20 yards behind Justin Jefferson. He was second in receptions by only, like, 20 to Cooper Cup, who was the leader. 
Like it was I like forty, like, but it's okay. No, it was twenty-eight. It was. I, it, I was uh, it, 30, it was thirty. It was yeah. It was thirty-seven. Thirty-seven. Damn. Yeah, Cooper Cup was like that Cooper though. Cup, Cooper Cup I, was insane. I, he was nuts, bro. But I don't think he has that type of year again. I think Devontae mm-hmm. Adams just repeats what he's done in the last two seasons, and I feel like guys won't be able to keep up with that. Yeah. So my number one is Justin Jefferson. Same. Um, I actually. I actually, so I said earlier about Michael Pittman moving up because he's going to get a quarterback that I love. Um, that's actually not the case. I changed it. Uh, you'll see that later. But I think the Vikings are actually going to get a great quarterback um, that's going to help him do even better than Kirk Cousins did. Justin Jefferson was second in receiving yards in his second season in the NFL. He's just nuts. So I have him at one. I think he's so good. Um, so, yeah. Um, yeah, I Justin Jefferson as well. I mean... What else. what else can I say? He's he's Justin he's like Jefferson. That. Yeah, he's, he's like, like that. that. He's silly. He's just a little bit nutty. And bro, what's uh, your what's your what's with your words ending in the e? Like the nutty, I, I don't goofy, know. silly. I, I can't like <laughs> nutty, like, goofy, silly. You can't describe <laughs> something as like yeah. incredible as Justin Jefferson. You can um, use bigger words. Nah, nah, nah. Super Yeah. Nah, I think that Justin Jefferson's gonna be the guy this year. And yeah. So, yeah, wrapping up, uh, we're going to go back into another NFL thing, but we're going to switch positions here. We're going to go stay with the future. We're going to go with our way-too-early week one starters, quarterback changes that we have, and we're just going to roll through these quickly. It's pretty pretty straightforward. For Packers, I have Aaron Rodgers. I think he stays. Yep, so do I. I think I don't think he retires. I think, he just, again, I think he signs a one-year contract and he retires the next year. He goes back. One. I think – him and Devontae posted the last dance photo. I think they posted again, and this one's actually the last dance. I actually um, have Jordan Love um, for I the Packers just because I think Aaron Rodgers leaves. I think the Packers always give their quarterbacks one year of a chance, or two years maybe. Who knows? I just Aaron think Jordan Love will get that extra years chance. on the bench, so I don't know. I think Yeah, Jordan Aaron had Love, four years, so I, yeah. feel like, I, feel like, I feel like he'll be under him for just one more. I don't think Aaron stays for, like, signs a huge max contract. I feel like he signs, like, a max one-year contract. I just have Aaron Rodgers leaving, which is why I have Jordan Love. I don't think they're going to draft a quarterback over Jordan Love, and oh, I find it no, very no, rare that no, they'd no. sign somebody else, so I, I just have it Jordan Love. I think that you guys are a little bit trade-happy and that we're reflecting our picks um, because most of mine are just... Oh, yeah, no, oh most I of mine are saying state. the same, too. Oh, no, wow. mo- most of mine, I went with... I went. I had a lot that stayed the same, but I had a lot of changes that I just mm. I wanted to see and that I I, yeah. I, I, I hoped that I would see. I wasn't me, like going by practicality. I was going with like my feeling and what yeah. I wanted to have. I had Packers sticking with Rodgers, um, and then the Panthers. I had them sticking with Darnold. Um, I mean, I think that like Panthers just they take a minute to move off of people, and so. Um, like I think that they'll uh, just stick with Darnold another year. He also got hurt, so yeah. like, I think Darnold's pretty good. good. I, yeah. I also have seen rumors of Kirk Cousins going there too. I think it go either way though. I've I've really on my thing. Though, so. See, Sam Darnold, Kirk Cousins. I had, uh, um, I had uh, the Panthers going with Matt Corral. Had them drafting someone. They're high enough up that they can, and I really feel like they had like they they have the opportunity. They tried it with Sam Darnold. They went five and twelve, and I just don't see room for improvement with that. I feel like the a problem, lot of that wasn't him though. Like the five wins but he, were like, him. Like you, you, you can say like it wasn't him, but the guy played bad. Like he, he played horrible. The guy did not. He played like a bottom five QB in the league, and that's just someone you have to move on from. He was a bottom five QB on the Jets. They tried him on the Panthers. He's a bottom five QB there. I don't think you can change garbage. Uh, just like if Justin Fields were to go, like you try to get him with Justin Fields. I don't think you can change garbage. Mm-hmm. I think it just stays as garbage, and. That and then like I went a lot of draft happy too. Like I had the Steelers. 
I had them picking up Kenny Pickett. I have that as well. I also I feel have like, that. I feel like that was one of my reasons that I put uh, Deontay Johnson so high. I feel like they get Kenny Pickett, and Kenny Pickett just has a monster first year. I feel like he wins Offensive Rookie of the Year. I feel like he just has an absolute monster season, and Deontay Johnson is a big part of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, moving on to the, now the Dolphins, I have them staying with Tua. I think Same. Tua is just going to develop. Yeah, I have them staying with Tua as well. I, I think like Tua is going to suck ass, decision. but he's going to stay there. I, I don't think Tua is that average. bad. I, I think he's He'll an average, average quarterback. But... Uh, yeah, I think he's not bad. He's not going to hurt GM's you. He's too much of a pussy to move on. I think they should have gone with Deshaun when they had the chance. They should bro. They especially with the well, firing of Brian Flores. kind of took... After they that. fired Brian Flores, and yeah, the they know, article, you know you're the article Tua. came out saying Deshaun Watson's uh, his agent and his lawyer think that the resolve is going to be at uh, like mm-hmm. it's going to be resolved by April first. Yeah, so yeah. So I'm, hopefully, I'm looking forward to that. Now. All right, but moving on to the Bucks, I actually have a lot of things that I think would be very interesting. Um, Bruce Arians came out and said that Blaine Gabbert's never really been given a real chance. He played eight seasons, has had eight different coaches and eight different offensive coordinators, and he's been yeah, the he's guy. Yeah, fucking Blaine Gabbert. I, I'm saying, I'm saying that would be interesting. Blaine I don't Gabbert. think, I don't think that's what they're going to end up with. I think that would be very interesting. I also think Jimmy G would be interesting coming after Tom Brady. I and had a, Jimmy G and a Jameis I return. G. Yeah, I had Jimmy G. I don't the think, guy no, I have Jameis starting. Jameis return will not happen. The Saints no. are not going to. I don't think so. Jameis. I don't think so either. I think he's going to. I'm saying what I think is going to happen is Deshaun Watson's going to go to Tampa Bay. He wants to play with a team that is actually competent. Um, Tampa Bay, See, I think, yeah, will make the trade. I, no, I don't think I, Tampa Bay is drafting anyone. I agree with your anyone. competent thing, but I had him going to another competent team. Okay, yeah, fair um, enough. Yeah, I just I had Jimmy G going to the Bucks. I think that the Bucks, like we saw with Tom, he wasn't like, I mean, he was good, but like they really just need a game manager. Like Jameis Winston, he was good, but he can't manage the game. Like, mm-hmm. um, and he just gets sloppy. So I think Jimmy G is a really good game manager and. He's yeah, not, like, agree, a fantastic guy moving the ball, but, like, he'll march you downfield if you just get those guys open on, like, those 10-yard slants, and that's really mm-hmm. all you need. And then, uh, so moving on, I had the Colts. I had them moving on from Carson Wentz. I have Carson Wentz going somewhere different. I have the Colts actually going with a wild card here, the true MVP, uh, Mitch Trubisky. I had him getting a second shot. See, that's who I originally had, and then I said I switched, but I still think... I think MPJ can move up, but yeah, that's who I originally had. But that's... Yeah, I, I feel like Trubisky just, I feel like he finally gets that shot. I feel like they're moving on from Carson Wentz. They don't really like a guy like Teddy Bridgewater. I actually had Teddy Bridgewater not going anywhere. I had him just like becoming a free agent and just maybe becoming a backup yeah, somewhere else. I think he would I just too. think he didn't play to the level he, he was going he should have uh this year. And he didn't play bad. Like he again, bad. I, I think it's he was a really good quarterback, play, he but he didn't play good enough. He didn't win enough games that they were hoping for. Um which I agree. Uh, I, I had that, the Colts keeping Wentz. I think that like Whatever, you just let him stay there till his contract runs out. Like, Jonathan Taylor's not fully developed. Um, I just think they want to get that contract I think, off their back. I think, what I'm saying, I think I'm the thinking. Colts are going to keep Carson Wentz, and if they don't, I could see them rolling the dice and going for Jimmy G. Um, I think one of those two guys fit in the Indianapolis system, hand the ball off a lot, you know, throw a couple big throws, but not a ton. Um, so that's how I had. And then the Broncos, this is where I had Aaron Rodgers. Again, like we've heard, you know, who knows what his future is because it's a wild card shot right now. Um, I just think the hire with the Nathaniel Hackett was so interesting to me. Um, and all the Broncos rumors last year and them coming back, that's just so interesting for me to miss out on. So I think he's going to end up in the Broncos, but I could also see him returning to Green Bay. Um, but that's where I'm at with that For one. me personally, I said that Deshaun Watson was going to the Broncos. I think that 
I don't know. This is kind of wishful thinking. I don't actually think see, it's going to happen. I think but it's I just want to see competent team is what I, I want to see Watson go somewhere. And Denver's not a bad team. Oh, it's no, had no, bad I, TVs. I have, I, have a, um, I have loads of money saying Deshaun Watson goes somewhere different. He does not stay in Houston for another year. Like I, he's he has a complicated it. legal situation, and I just think that like you guys are a little too trade happy. Like teams aren't like. It's not Bro, like the NBA where well, it's everybody... Not, it's we not haven't trading. changed a yeah, lot of stuff. Changed... I've kept most of my stuff the, the only, same. The only thing I've changed is guys who are going into free agency. So it's not like in drafting. I haven't had a single trade. Yeah, I don't think I've had a trade either. Uh, you say the Colts are getting rid of Wentz, right? Oh, yeah, they're going to... No, I, I, I said I said they could keep Wentz or maybe get Jimmy That's G. what I was saying. Like, I, I said I said maybe they go with they roll the dice and go with a new quarterback. No, I don't, I don't have any trades because Kirk Cousins' contract is up. I had nope, the... it's up at 2023. Yeah, Kirk Cousins' Oh, well, either way, then maybe they trade him. I don't know because I've seen a lot of things talking about how he can go to a lot of different teams so I, I his contract he might have some option or something to get out of it because i've seen a, di- a ton of different rumors of him like and going different places yeah here i say i hadn't thrown a trade in yet here's where my first trade comes into play uh the broncos i had carson wentz i think they unload him there i think they get rid of his contract free up some cap space go and sign a an offensive weapon on the outside for somebody like with my to work with michael Pittman. Mm-hmm. maybe get their quarterback a more more depth at the wide receiver position uh but yeah and then uh, on the Commanders, the Washington Commanders, I have them moving on from Heineke and going with another draft pick of Malik Willis. I think Malik Willis is a great deep ball thrower, and I think Scary Terry is a great deep threat. I think they pair well together. I think they'll have a great offset with uh, Antonio Gibson, and I think it'll be a great decision for them if they do this. See, for me, Malik Willis, a quarterback from Liberty, he's the type of guy that I think gets drafted somewhere and doesn't start immediately, which is why I have the commanders actually drafting him, but I actually have Ryan Fitzpatrick being their starter next year. He was injured all of last year. I think they're going to give Fitzmagic some some play time. I think he'll definitely be their week one starter. I don't know. I could see Malik Willis coming in halfway through the year. I do think that they draft Malik Willis, but I have Fitzpatrick getting drafted to the Commanders. Um, I had uh, Mitchell Trubisky just because he's moving somewhere. Like he's too good to be sitting behind uh, Josh Allen and Buffalo. I agree, especially with like you're not going to see inconsistency. Yeah, with from guys Josh like Allen. Sam Darnold, Justin Fields, and uh, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I think the Bears made yeah, the mistake and, of their lives yeah, exactly. getting rid of Trubisky. Besides, too. Washington's not a small market team. Like, uh, so I think that they could make a move for Trubisky. Like, he wouldn't mind seeing himself out of Buffalo to a city mm-hmm. like DC. Well, I, I, I don't think that's the I don't think the city's the problem. I think the starting job is what's going to sell him. Yeah, well, I agree. Yeah. But, so, uh, 49ers, I think we all yeah, probably have the same guy, Trey Lance. Yeah, Trey Lance there. They're unloading Jimmy G, starting the, mm-hmm. the young future of Trey Lance. Yep. Vikings, I Kirk Cousins. Um, Cousins is their QB. Uh, I'm under the impression that his contract is not up until next year. It but is not. It is not up until next year. I've just year. seen so many different things of him going to so many different teams that I have them moving off of him. I This is where I have Mitch Trubisky going. I think it would be very interesting to see his return to the North, have Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson uh, to throw to. I think that that's the perfect fit for Mitch Trubisky. I think he can see. get back to his Pro Bowl level there. Um, and I think the Vikings to get a massive dub from oh, yeah. that. And I had here's where I throw in my second trade. Yeah, two trades, George. Fuck you. Trade uh, happy asshole. Yeah, no, I uh, I had my second trade here. I have the Vikings trading with the Texans for Deshaun Watson. I feel like Deshaun, like Tyler said, Deshaun Watson wants to go to a competent team. And I feel like the Vikings are a very competent team with Justin Jefferson. At least Adam their offenses. Thielen, their defense Dalvin sucks. Cook. But... I know, but they're, they're still a competent team mm-hmm. on the offensive side of the ball, which is what he wants to work with. And... I feel like they're going to have a trade and the Texans are going to pick up Kirk Cousins. 
I feel like the, and then the, there are probably probably be a couple picks in there, yeah. a couple cap space free up money mm-hmm. maybe, just yeah. depends. Uh, but I think that trade might go through. Yeah, and then moving on, our locks of the week to end off the episode, as always. Yes, my um, uh, George, you want to start us off? Yeah, sure. Sixers over Knicks Sunday. Be there or be square. Sixers just put their balls in the Knicks' mouth constantly. James Harden and Embiid are going to go goofy on this stinky-ass Knicks team. I don't team. know. I, I want to see how James Harden plays first. It doesn't like matter. Embiid alone J- is going to go goofy on the Knicks. Like, Julius Randle, dog-ass. They literally are sitting Kemba for the year. Like, shit like that, yeah. Uh, my pick, my first pick is actually also on Sunday. I got the Celtics beating the Pacers. Celtics are one of the hottest teams in basketball. Hopefully the All-Star game didn't slow them down. Um, and Pacers oh, just Oh, they suck. didn't. Did you see their win last night? Yeah, I mean, win last night it doesn't look like it. We'll state. see. It was a 30-point win last Over night against the Nets. Over the Nets nobody. Still. Yeah. Like, but it's yeah, still it's a 30-point win. And the Pacers just suck. But yeah, so I this isn't my first pick, but it's it's also on Sunday. It's the 76ers versus Knicks. Again, like George said, easy pick. Embiid's going to go disgustingly goofy on them. Like, literally worded it like George, too. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, my second, my first pick is actually, I'm going to go in college basketball on them. I am going Gonzaga Moneyline versus St. Mary's on Saturday. <laughs> that's a free bet. I mean, yeah. that's a lot. Yeah. I mean, no, you want some free money? Yeah. Is, hey, that's a lot. St. Mary's is number 23, so they're not bad, Oh, wow. They just okay. don't have any strength of schedule. They haven't really played anybody. Also, yeah. Gonzaga also, is, Gonzaga is nuts. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also going to go. I'm also going college basketball later on, but first, my second pick is on Monday. I got the Grizzlies beating the Spurs. Self-explanatory. That's fair enough. That, that's, that's my third pick. Yeah. The Grizzlies over the Spurs. I have, yeah. uh, on both games on Saturday, they're both NBA, Nuggets over Kings and Bucks over Nets. Um, Kings, they suck ass. Jokic is top three in MVP voting. Um, fair enough. Nets, they don't have anybody right now, and even if they do get Simmons back in time for this game, um, Giannis will murder a bitch. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then my last pick, like I said, college basketball. I have Duke over Pitt. Pitt sucks at basketball. Duke is very good at basketball. Self-explanatory. Season's winding down. So, yeah, those are my picks. All right. Yeah, so my third pick, as Tyler, like as I said earlier, Grizzlies versus Spurs. It's easy peasy. Uh, just make sure to cop all my picks. Literally, you've only missed one. Just, like, keep it keep it 100 with you. Like, three of three last week. Just, like, fade Tyler's guy sucks. No, I've been, I've been on fire lately. Yeah, so next week we'll... We'll talk more about NFL, NBA, what's happening. Uh, So we'll see you guys then.